as a startup, mm-hmm. you need to have those three. You need to fail fast so you can fix the problem fast. You need to have a lot of empathy and uh, you need to listen to your customer. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of The Design Live Show. In episode 76 of TDLS, I sat down with the man himself, Rock Leo. After 16 years of working in the corporate world, he is now doing what he loves, focusing on his own startup business called The New Agency. It's a design thinking training and consultancy here in the Philippines. In layman's terms, he is teaching people how to leverage creativity and innovations for today's world. Rock discovered the power of design thinking as a creative director which helped him to build the structure for the creative team of the biggest retail company in the Philippines. In this episode, we talk about his design life stories from ground up, how he was able to start his own design thinking training and consultancy business from scratch, what has been his biggest challenge throughout his career and business and how he was able to overcome it. How he was able to shift from being a corporate junkie to having an entrepreneurial mindset and why being empathetic and being able to listen to your customer is the key to a successful venture. We also talk about some great and actionable tips for aspiring and seasoned startup entrepreneurs and innovators especially here in the sunny Philippines and much much more so make sure to stick around until the end and I'm super super sure that you'll love this episode because there's a lot of uh, gems here in these conversations I did with Rock so make sure to stick around and if you haven't already please please subscribe on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts or in any of your favorite podcasting app. In that way, you are helping me to reach more people. Also, don't forget to leave a review. And if you love this episode, share it to your uh, colleagues, to your teammates or any of, or to anyone who loves to listen to this kind of podcast. Right? So, I don't want to waste your time anymore. So, without further ado, I hope you enjoy this episode. You're listening to The Design Life Show, a podcast that's helping everyone grow to live a meaningful and creative life. It's me, Jay Christ, a designer from the Philippines, best known for being an advocate of essentialism and optimism. I'm sitting down with awesome people to talk about their journey, their process, and the lessons they've learned along the way. Hey everyone, it's me again, Jay Christ, and welcome to the another episode of the Design Live Show. And I'm super, super stoked, actually, because we are now uh, in another episode. I think this is really a great episode with Rock, and I'm I'm looking forward to talk with Rock for for a few months now. And actually, uh, I stumble I, I I stumble Rock when I interview Roland Banyas, which is one of the guests also in this or in this podcast so rock thank you so much for accepting my invitation how are you man thank you so much for dropping by on the podcast aj christ thank you so much for having me it's in fact it's an honor to be in your show i'm i'm cool man i'm cool cool thank you man and yeah you know i'm super stoked to have you on the show for just to give context in this episode and for those who are mm-hmm. listening, especially for those who don't know Rock Cleo. Can you share a little bit about your background and what are you doing right now? 
Sure. Um, uh, hello again. My name is Rock Leo. I uh, have a 16 years background in uh, working in a corporate. So my last job is a creative director of the SM Store. It's the, the biggest mall in the Philippines. I'm the creative director there. Mm -hmm. So I handle the 62 branches and nationwide and 32 departments. So, you know, everything's been done in our department. And uh, I just jumped out of corporate last year. So technically, I'm, this is my first year being a solopreneur, um, running my own company. And uh, what I'm doing right now, um, so I, I train. I help and I, uh, I facilitate design thinking and uh, design sprint. So I train innovations and creatives to those companies and uh, any organizations. And I help individuals, organizations, or any brands to make money through social media. Wow, that's really cool. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. And I think that's really, you know... Uh, I'm I'm thinking a lot of questions right now, so basically I'm I'm writing it down actually. So for you know, Rock, uh, you've ahead. been in the industry for I think for a long time. Can can you share what it's mm -hmm. like growing up, especially here in the Philippines? Right, right now, you're teaching designers or cre aspiring creatives or innovators with your mm -hmm. workshops. Uh, mm -hmm. Can you share a little bit about your journey growing up? You know what? It's uh, it's really difficult, no. Um, most especially we're in a developing country, and uh, yeah. in our generation, where there's no YouTube at that time, so I have to understand graphic design in a very hard way. There's no YouTube uh, in the internet. <laughs> internet before is limited, so uh, I have to go to the library and you know ask a lot of questions to those technical guys who knows Photoshop, Coreldro, if you know Coreldro, I used to use this, and freehand, bro, so I use freehand before, and freehand, wow. I don't know if they're still freehand, uh, still, you know, if they're still alive, I don't know, but um, those are the programs that I using, I'm using before, but you know what, um, the hardest part there is I don't have a formal education of graphic design. Mm -hmm. So it, I'm a self-taught graphic designer. Gotcha. So the so, hard, uh -huh. yeah. So, so the hardship there, understanding everything, is um, it's like you know, getting inside in the hole of the needle. <laughs> that's, that's how difficult <laughs> <Yeah>. it is. <laughs> it's like you're in the uh, room that doesn't have lights, right? So it's re it's really it's really dark. Right? So when when you when you're in that uh, in mm. that uh, situation, what is your uh, what's your thinking uh, back then when you you know you're a self-taught designer? How do you overcome those? Most of the time, uh, most creatives, especially aspiring creatives, has this mm -hmm. self-doubt or we call it as well imposter syndrome, right? If 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 it makes sense, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you're just uh, uh, getting started, and you're a self-taught designer. How uh -huh. How do you? What's your thinking back then? Um, my thinking back then, in fact, is to never give up. That's my. Uh, if you know Naruto, that's my biggest influence. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, the Naruto's ninja way is never give up. 
So I grew up watching that kind of anime and influences me a lot. So along the way, in fact, uh, I almost gave up on doing a graphic design and uh, looking into venturing to another career like, you know, restaurant manager or call center. But, but I told myself, if I could stay another year doing graphic design and give a chance, let's decide when we cross the bridge. So after a couple of years, I found myself enjoying graphic design <laughs> and all of those hurdles and pains, you know, it's like part of my DNA. Um, I'm trying to say here, it's like something like when you get rejected, when people you say and rejected your work and some people say that you're not good enough on this design, it makes me more, you know, makes me more eager to learn. 100%. You know? Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah so, so, so my motivation is every time I read, I, every time that, I get rejected, I become more eager to learn. And every time I get, uh, you know, every time um, people refuses my work or I get this kind of uh, feeling that I, I don't belong here, the more yeah. reason I need to learn on this area. So my motivation is actually, you know, working on my, my weak part until I overcome that and it become my becomes my strength so that's how i reflect on things that and i develop something like you know motivating myself all the way up and i always i always telling myself you have to have a lot of failures for you to become a good designer 100% and, yeah, yes. I really agree with so that. So that's that's <laughs> yeah. So that's what happened to me. In fact, I'm still experiencing failure. I, you know, even we, you know, we reach the top of the, the peak of or the summit of your your career to be creative director. For me, mm -hmm. failure is still part of, is is part it's of the a uphill battle. Yeah, the success. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. So that's that's my experience. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing, you know. To it's really humble to uh, to listen to your story, and you've you've mentioned that you uh, before venturing out into entrepreneurship or creative entrepreneurship, uh, mm -hmm. you you've been into corporate world, and which is I'm connecting with because mm -hmm. before doing this kind of things, right? So I've been in the yeah. Uh, I actually started uh, my career after. Uh, ditching my uh, job as a factory worker mm -hmm. because I don't have money wow. to send myself to college. So I try to save up wow. using that and then uh, send myself to college. And after that, I try to juggle mm -hmm. work, you know, side hustles. They call it side hustles now to mm -hmm. be more cool. <laughs> but mm -hmm. before it's called part-time, right? So it's a part-time <laughs> gig. So, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm wondering, uh, you know, when when you're venturing out into entrepreneurship or creating workshop or teaching designer to be more innovative, mm -hmm. what's your thinking mm -hmm. when you're trying to uh, to go out of your let's say comfort zone or mm -hmm. high-paying job? Yeah, yeah, you know what? Um, being entrepreneur, it's not that 
easy. If you think, uh, this is what I always say in every speaking engagement that I have. I told the student, if you think college is difficult, it's more difficult when you graduated college, if you're working yeah. in a corporate. Mm -hmm. And if you think working in a corporate is harder, it's way beyond your imagination how hard it is to run your own company, to become entrepreneur. So 100%. the preparation of being entrepreneur is not after you decide yesterday. It's not like that. Oh, yeah. You decided to <laughs> run a company, uh -huh. you run your company, it's not like that. So the preparation to be actually happened way back um, five years ago or eight years ago, I don't know. I don't know the year I get started, but I started selling wash boy waterless car wash. It's really out of uh -huh. my profession, of my career, but mm -hmm. I started selling car cleaning product. And when it's my own that? formulation, I, by the way. Where do you sell that? Wow. Uh -huh. I sell that in the malls. Uh -huh. I sell that online. So mm -hmm. I'm practicing my salesmanship at that time. Gotcha. And then and then I have a lot of what you call no in the Philippines is called the rocket. It's moonlighting, uh -huh. yeah. side gig, whatever you call it. <laughs> yeah. So I, I need to earn extra income. Uh -huh. Um, at the same time, I need to gain experience in doing extra, um, doing entrepreneurship. And then um, I set my own timeline and I said, I need to set, uh, I need to run my own company at this particular age. So, but you know what? Um, I created my own company a year before my timeline. So it's one year ahead. And gotcha. in fact, this last year, yeah, this last year, 2018, I started my own company. And you know what? Um, again, it's good thing that you are well prepared. So, so when the time comes, you're running your own company, you have a lot of you know motivation, perseverance, or what you call it in running is um, uh, what you call it you have a lot of air and you know motivation to 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 move forward to keep moving forward um because in in me you know in uh, being entrepreneur is not working 9 to 5 anymore yeah it's mm -hmm. working 24 7 100 <laughs> yeah it's yeah, actually, really yeah. different i uh -huh. I thought my life's gonna be easier yeah. <laughs> being yeah. a but it's it's me working twenty four seven. But the good part mm -hmm. of that is the good part of that is you know all your hardships, um, your salary or your income based on how hard you how hard you um, how industrious you are. Okay, the amount of energy, effort, and focus. It depends on you. So you put a little effort, you'll get a little result. But if you put a lot of effort, you'll get a bigger result, a lot of results. Unlike in a corporate, even if you put a small amount of effort, you'll get the same amount every 15th and 30th of the month. Even if you put a lot of energy, enthusiasm, all your life in a company, working in a corporate, what will you get is still the amount on your 15th and 30th. Yes, you're going to yeah. get rewarded. Mm -hmm. 
but the exchange is just a certification paper that saying you did a good job but you can't eat that piece of paper <laughs> yeah 100% yeah actually that's really you know that's a i think that's a high level view of what, what we are trying to communicate with especially for the listeners and for those who aspire to be creative in the long uh, in the long run because uh, mm-hmm. in reality uh, those things that you see in the internet that saying uh, you you'll have more time for your you know for for something else but in the in real life you're you're mm-hmm. working mm-hmm. your ass off even though you're in uh, you're with your family right yeah. or even though you're if you even though you're doing yes. some something yes. else so that's the basically the high level view of that and Rath, you, you mentioned that in fact that's uh, the life of mm-hmm. entrepreneur it's gotcha. 24/7 100% <laughs> yeah 100% yeah uh Rath, you, you you mentioned you mentioned that uh you know you have your uh-huh. you have uh, a corporate job how do you resign from that job I, I think a lot of people especially aspiring uh, uh zolopreneur or entrepreneur uh-huh right now are really struggling to find answer with with this one because uh, uh i think there's a lot of answers there and i i find it really bug uh in some way can you share your thinking what are what are you thinking when you're trying to transition for into this uncertain world we are living right now yeah <laughs> well, it's not uncertain, no. Yeah. Uh, it's actually we're fortunate. So, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is what uh, this is my this is my reflection on jumping out of corporate. Um, no one, if you the reason you need to ask yourself, what is the reason? Mm-hmm. Why why are you working in this company? So to gain experience and what to earn money. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you if you want to earn money, if you want to be successful, if you want to be rich, working nine to five is really hard to earn a million. If you're gonna do the math, 100%. it's not gonna sum. You cannot create millions. So I decided to jump out of corporate because, honestly, I don't want to be hypocrite here, you know, and say I don't like money. Who doesn't like money? Mm-hmm. So, so, so me. Um, looking at that, I see my purpose, and of course, um, I need to create a lot of uh, money. Why? For my family, of course, and the future of my kids. In fact, the reason why I jump off the corporate is and building this company is for the next generation of my family. I want to leave a legacy to have to give them a better life. So I am a sacrificial ship. You know that's what I yeah. mean. So I'm so I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best, um, putting up these companies so the future of my kids are secured. And so they could continue it whatever they want and do what they whatever they want in their life, they're secured. So jumping out of corporate is um, how do I say it? Um, let's step back now. So it's a mindset. Before you jump out of corporate, uh-huh. you need to have a very, very good mindset, a strong mindset. So Jumping out of corporate, it shouldn't be a suicide, okay? Because there's, uh-huh. I, I heard a lot of uh, um, people jump out of corporate and then after a few months um, doing 
it alone or working their working out their company that they started they ended up going back to corporate gotcha. so mm-hmm. my realization is not all entrepreneurship or being entrepreneur or being a businessman is for everyone mm-hmm. it's not for everyone yeah so you have a lot of time while you were in your office to do side jobs, to do sidelines, to do some rackets, to do moonlighting, just to test if you have this DNA in entrepreneurship. If you feel that you are more confident in entrepreneurship, that's the moment, the moment you jump out of it. So before you jump, make sure you have a mothership. So you're jumping, not a suicidal jump. So it's like a jumping with the flying colors, with the fireworks in it, and the parachute, and you landed very beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to have a mothership yeah. when you jump out of corporate. So you uh-huh. won't beg for money. <laughs> yeah. Or at least you have, you know, yeah, you safe have zone. a yeah. lot of buffer. Yeah, safe zone. Safe zone. Yeah. So you have a lot of buffer. So even right. if you don't get any uh, any projects for this particular month, and then and the following month you still survive in your yeah. lifestyle. So yes. that's what I did. That's what I did, and I in fact I tested uh, my entrepreneurship way back um, eight years ago before I started this, and uh, in fact my teaching my teaching I trained myself also while I'm inside the corporate. And my speaking, my public speaking also, I train myself while I'm inside the corporate. So I created a lot of creative workshops series when I'm in, while I'm in SM at that time. So I think I, I was able to, to create creative workshop series nine. And um, the pilot speaker there is... None other than Master Dan Matutina. Wow. I'm the number yeah. one final class. <laughs> He's uh, so, one of the guests as well here in this uh, podcast. So, yeah. I'm a yeah, yeah. Well. I yeah. listened to it. <laughs> For sure. Amazing, amazing interview. So, uh, he is my pilot uh, speaker. And there, I practice my public speaking there. So, um, there's one... Um, executive approached me in my table and he says, Hi, Sir Cleo. Cleo, that's my name in the office. Hi, Sir Cleo. How come you have time to do speaking engagement and to do some jobs mm-hmm. to think yeah. you're the most busiest person that I know in SM? <laughs> and I told him, you know what? It's okay. I'm telling you the reason why I'm doing this. I'm preparing, I'm preparing for my future. And it was like, whoa, that's a strong words. Uh Yeah, Yeah. I am preparing for my future. So you know what, what I'm trying to say here, all of your hardships, all of what you're doing in your office is just a preparation for your real company. So you have to endure dealing with costs across department, other departments. You have to endure, you know, dealing with everyday editings, everyday revisions, going to the office every day because just, just, it's just a part of your work if you run your own company. Could you imagine working in a company, you're working in a particular department, right? 
Yeah. So for example, mm-hmm. you're a creative, you are a graphic artist, so you're working closely with marketing. So you only know marketing, but running business or running, being an entrepreneur, you have to know, of course, marketing, you have to know advertising, you have to know sales, you have to uh-huh. know finance, you have to know back end, <laughs> you have to know this and that. There's so much thing you need to understand. <laughs> So, so you really, really need to have a strong mindset before you get out of your comfort zone. Yeah, I, I think that's really valuable for for anyone who listen to this, and for <laughs> for you know, uh, I think uh, entrepreneurship is not really for everyone. You need discipline, right? You need the right mindset, mm-hmm. like what Rock said. And uh, if you're not disciplined enough, you'll maybe mm-hmm. you, you can gain more or uh, from this life or from this fortunate world because you need uh-huh. to really have that uh, that grit as well and internal motivations yeah. because nobody mm-hmm. would care enough for you unless you care enough for yourself. So I, I think that's one of the Agreed. greatest lessons that I've learned throughout this journey and you you really said it where well man that's you, you really <laughs> really said it better than mine so <laughs> that's really cool and yeah <laughs> man, you, you've mentioned that you're you're doing uh workshop or sprint and design thinking workshop can you share a little bit about that for those who might heard it before but don't or for those who don't have any idea about it can you share a little bit about design thinking and sprint for for anyone who might be interested sure um design thinking is actually uh, pretty new in the philippines so um i took up design thinking course at nus nus is national university mm-hmm. of singapore so design thinking is uh art of problem solving and creating uh, clear decisions. Um, it's not only for creatives, designers, or graphic designers. It's actually for any business aspects. Um, it could use for marketing campaigns, advertising plans. It's um, Google Ventures is using this. Lego, McKin- McKinsey, Baker McKinsey, and Nike, Coke, all the design-led companies are using design thinking. So much to say, um, most of the first world countries using this. That's why I'm bringing this design thinking in the Philippines. So we could innovate and we could keep up, you know, we could keep up with the competition. Um, um, I have an advocacy. The reason why I'm aggressively promoting design thinking in the philippines because we are already left behind chinese (laughs) you know what they used to be you know yeah they they used to be a poor country now they are we are 30 years in my opinion okay don't quote me on this in Uh my opinion we are 30 years behind of china have you been to china it's more (laughs) high tech than it's wow. more high tech than Silicon yeah. Valley. Oh man, Singapore, <laughs> um, and we are. Let us say, 
five years, ten years behind of Malaysia, Vietnam is overtaking us. We are still sitting in our comfort zone. So I'm trying to say here, why Filipinos excels in other countries and why Filipinos inside the Philippines don't excel? The only yeah. thing that I see there, it's because we don't have this kind of process. We don't have this kind of tool. If we have this kind of tool, design thinking, this is what I'm always saying to my talk. If we know design thinking tool, we all your big problems really fast. So here's the thing. In design thinking, if you are solving problem, um, sometimes it's going to take you uh, how many months to solve it? Big problems. One month, three months. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you're taking uh, six months or one year to solve one problem. But in design thinking, we can solve that in just one day to four days. How good is that? Yeah. So, um, to give an example, I have a client. I have a client. Um, they have a problem. They having a problem of launching launching their website. And I told them, "How long you've been thinking about this this project?" Oh, Rock, you'll be. You, it's so funny, you know. They told me, uh -huh. "We want. We don't want to share it to you, but it's actually two years now." Hey, 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 hey. And I was like, <laughs> "What? Two years already?" Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. okay. Mm -hmm. I don't want to waste your time. And before this workshop ends, we will have your website right here, right now. And they were like, uh, where? Is that real? <laughs> <laughs> so I told them, okay, let's yeah. move on. Let's move forward. So after the workshop, and they were like, wow, Rock. This is amazing. We've been thinking what will be the content of the website, who will do the website, what, how the website UX and UI is going to go. And just for one day, we did a website and I was like, yes, that's how easy it is if you have this kind of process. And that's the reason, my friend, I'm teaching design thinking to all Filipino, Filipinos out there. And Southeast Asia, in fact, my mission is, and anyway, for all people who are listening here, <laughs> can I plug in? <laughs> sure, 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 so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, my mission is to train one million individuals uh, you know, to be profitable when, by using design thinking methodology by year 2030. Yeah. And that is mm -hmm. my mission. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, you know, that's really cool. And we need more guy like you here in the Philippines. I mean, <laughs> those who love to help thank others, you, especially you. sharing their skills and knowledge. And uh, I think we don't have enough, uh, you know, enthusiasm in, in that part as well because some, some you know, we know that we have uh, a lot of problems here in the Philippines. But um, the, the, one of the way is to, or solving that problem is design thinking or sprint, which is you you yes. can solve real world problem, not just a problem of yourself, right? Not just a problem of your <laughs> neighbor or your your company, right? So it's a re, it's a it's really it's really connecting with the dots in uh, or creating impact as well uh, in your surroundings mm -hmm. or community, and that's really one of the 
great uh, you know insights from you rock thank you so much for sharing that and of you, course yeah of course with, with regards to you know uh, you know we talk about sprint and design thinking you also mentioned uh of uh of uh offline about uh teaching others uh on social media right so how how do you teach oh yeah others? and can, can you share uh, a little background with that what's the why behind that and and maybe guide some uh, mm-hmm. interested out there or interested individuals who are listening hello hello rap hello hello yeah yeah, yeah. yeah okay yeah so um in fact um we're, we're teaching individuals and uh, organizations to make more money in social media so yeah. what we're doing there is it's also applied design thinking that's the reason why i that's the reason why in fact that's our value gotcha. proposition mm-hmm. that um you can get more engagements you can get more followers if you use this design thinking methodology and apply it in your social media advertising so here's the reason why the reason why i'm pushing design thinking and using it in all business aspects especially for the social media because all people are stuck in a social media in their mobile phones 100%. and filipino is number one user of that and um, in design thinking empathy is the cornerstone so if you understand if you have an empathy to your customer you where you will be able to connect with your customer thoroughly um straightforward uh-huh. and it feels like the customer or the audience feels like man this person this person's talking to me he's answering all my calls he's yeah. answering all my texts he's answering my questions and his post is exactly right just for me so with a Applied design thinking, you understand because there's a tool there called empathy mapping. So using that and applying in social media, using the empathy mapping, you understand the behavior, the psychographics, and the demographics of your of your um, of your customer of your audience. Um, this is aside from the analytics, no, from the analytics that you get from. Facebook, IG, or YouTube, or whatever social media you're using. This is aside from there. This is additional. It's it's like, um, you know what? It's like the what's that? What do I call it? This is something like we call it an oil. It's like a lubricant in, uh-huh. in all your in all of your um, social media advertising. So we teach them, you know, because what I what I believe based on my observation. The future is in the social media. We all know that. But uh-huh. creating followers and gathering people with like-minded and to form a community is the future. So okay. building of the community is the future. Here's the reason why. I give an example. One of my clients, he, she says, Rock, you know what? you're right about about social media community because i joined in a community where just 700 members there and all of the members are 
the elites of the Altas here in Manila. And one, every persons there are cooking. They love cooking. They love eating. They love spending. You know, they are Altas. So she told me that one member so, um, selling what she cook. And in just a snap of your hand, it's sold out. Wow. <laughs> so, you know what? That's the power of the community. So, like in the... I, I'm, I'm an admin of Graphic Artists Philippines. Too. Gotcha. So, in like the Graphic Artists Philippines, if you post something there, and if you sell something there in the community, with these like-minded people, most probably these people will gonna buy what you are offering. That's uh -huh. why it's becoming a hit. I um, I made some strat uh, strategy planning for another community, uh, Facebook community. It's all about freelancing for for moms. So I helped them, you know, build their marketing strategy or business plan. Uh -huh. I told them that these people, if you offer them, they will buy because these people are really like-minded people. So whatever you guys think, 100% or let us say 90%, they like it too. And they say, mm -hmm. you know what, Rock, you're right. Have you visited our site? No, I don't know your site. <laughs> but, but I believe that the reason why people join your community is because these are like-minded. So it's an easy target. You just sell yeah. them everything they will buy it so and they will they were like you know what rock you're really right <laughs> we printed 1000 t-shirts and they say there's no more t-shirts we want more Boom, then they printed yeah. out 5000 t-shirts <laughs> and it's all gone and they were like rock can we do 10000 i don't know don't ask me but i think if they if you sold out 5000 pieces most probably there's a high chance that you can sell 10,000 pieces. How many members do you have? We have 60K. Oh my gosh. You can finish all oh, of that. Wow. <laughs> you can sell like, it's, really cool. it's, you can sell that like a pancake. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's what I told you. So that's why, that's the reason why we're helping individuals and organizations to build their social media, to create a following mm -hmm. and get all the like-minded to form a community. Yeah. Uh, that really makes sense, and uh, especially for those uh, uh, aspiring, you know, entrepreneurs. Actually, you you need to mm -hmm. have a raving audience on if you want to sell something <laughs> right now. And we agree to that mm -hmm. to that strategies rack. Uh, we know that uh, there's email yes. marketing, right? There's there is uh, mm -hmm. push notification marketing or something. Mm -hmm. All all of this marketing. Uh, strategies can you can you similarly uh, you know apply those fundamentals into this uh, uh, strategies mm -hmm. that you mentioned with regards to community or there's a different ap approach you know what um, for me it goes it, it needs it's necessary okay email marketing is is I think it's not yet that you know popular yet in the Philippines. Uh -huh. So there's a lot of you know opportunity for email marketing, and uh, there's a there's a something unique feeling feels that they are privileged to receive an email 
for example, I received email from Jay Christ. Mm-hmm. So I, when, when I, once I received it, there's something feels like, wow, this person emails me. You know, you feel importance. So email marketing is still part of the plan. So uh, it, it, it goes um, something like left hook and right hook. So if you don't hit your people in your, if you don't hit your market in your community, you still need this um, another part of your artillery. If you're in a guerrilla war, you know it's part of your artillery to not to not to include the email. So email is still necessary. But um, let me clarify the difference between email marketing because I've always see hearing that everywhere I go. Yeah. I'm hearing of email marketing, social media marketing. But you know what? The truth is, it's email advertising and it's a social media advertising because you're making noise. <laughs> you're attracting people to buy your product. It's called advertising. Cool. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Uh, I, I, I feel that uh, I left behind <laughs> and I just... <laughs> I just... Uh, I just know it from you. And with regards, you yeah. know, uh, with regards to these strategies, it is should uh, you know when creating community, do they need to know their personality first, or you know what's what what kind of business they want to be into, or what kind of community they want to build? Do you do you have any insights about that? You know what, it, um, in building community, if you want an authentic audience inside your community, I suggest don't boost it. Because if you boost it, you will include um, 50% of trolls in your community. So mm-hmm. as much as possible, do it organically. Because if you do it organically, these people with their own, without hard selling it, they will click, they will join, they will participate, they will post, they will buy your product. That's the difference between these two. So I think um, that's my answer to your question. Yeah, I got you. And that's really, I think that's really practical advice, especially for those who, who don't know what to yeah. do, right? It's really, it's really yes. you know, you can start now by applying what Rock said mm-hmm. here in this episode. And I'm really, really <laughs> excited with those people who really try it out mm-hmm. and, you know, just gain more experiences as well with regards to this kind of tools. And it's booming here in the, you know, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's, it's really uh, the money or if you dig well, uh, you, you can find mm-hmm. money in the social platforms like Facebook, LinkedIn, right? So Agree. Instagram. There's a lot of opportunities Agree. there, but uh, the problem is mm-hmm. there's there's some people are not uh, finding finding it. You know, some people want it quick, right? Quick result, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. They want it uh, overnight success, but in the in the in reality, like what Rock said. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. uh, it's it needs a lot of hard work and you need to work twenty twenty four seven with your <laughs> with your thing right so 
But but it, yeah, you, know, you, you need you you still need to sleep, guys. <laughs> don't 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 listen. To me. <laughs> All right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Rap, before we wrap up the show, and I'm I'm pretty much uh, mm-hmm. having fun with our con- conversation. Just to thank you, know, you. thank you, Jay. Uh, give our listeners, especially TDLS listeners. Uh, the best practical advice if you're just getting started or you know you don't know what to do next what's your best practical mm-hmm. advice for their, uh, for those who are just getting started okay um, for those who are getting started um, my piece of advice is for you to fail that's it fail mm-hmm. fail as much as many failures that you can absorb Here's the reason why. If you fail fast, you can fix the problem fast. So that's the secret of how to move forward. And don't look into competition. Because if you keep on looking at the competition, if you're always tailing them, following their tails, at the, if this competition d- doesn't innovate, you will be dead also. You will not innovate also. So another piece of advice is to look into your customer. You have to understand their behavior. You need to have a lot of empathy. Again, empathy. So you need to have a lot of that. Understand your customer. Why I keep on saying understand your customer? Customer gives us business. Your product and services is nothing without a customer so your customer is really important so you have to understand them and tailor fit all your social media platform advertisements all your communications you know materials to the right person using empathy so those three okay just those three for now okay there's a lot of advices that i need to you know, discuss sure. mm-hmm. <laughs> but i think As a startup, as a startup, uh-huh. you need to have those three. You need to fail fast so you can fix the problem fast. You need to have a lot of empathy, and uh, you need to listen to your customer. That's it. Yeah, the secret sauce is empathy, right? So empathize with your uh, with your prospect clients. <laughs> right? That's really really cool, Rock. And thank you so much for uh, sharing that. You know, really, really valuable insights, especially for TDLS audience. And I just want to add, by, uh, by the way, thank you so much. Yeah, with with regards to experimenting and failing past, you know, uh, I I think about this way. You when you're mm-hmm. uh, operating, uh, let's say you're you're a jet fighter or a crane operator. When you uh, fail one once, you will die on that on that particular job, right? But in in yeah. uh, in <laughs> Yes, in digital uh, space if you try and try and try you you know you won't die right so you can get uh get up again and try another thing so why not start and get things right in the you know don't think mm-hmm. that you can get things right in the first pitch so mm-hmm. that's pretty i think that's pretty mm-hmm. awesome as well to highlights like what rock said so again Man, thank you so much yeah. for sharing all the insights, especially your ground-up oh. stories. And I really, really find it valuable <laughs> and powerful, uh, empowering mm-hmm. as well, for especially for Filipino yeah. creatives and entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And for for those who might really interested with your with your workshop mm-hmm. or 
uh, if they want to learn more about you or if they want to ask questions, what are the best links yes. that they can that uh, they can you know reach out to you? Yeah, um, they they can follow me on my uh, Facebook account at Rockleo, and uh, I have uh, same also in my IG. It's Rockleo, and my LinkedIn is still a Rockleo. So I'm always online, pretty much online. Don't text me. I won't give you my mobile number. <laughs> I, seldom, I seldom use that. Yeah. I'm, I'm mostly online. So yeah, just reach out. Um, in fact, I'm giving free career and mentoring coach right now. It's all free. It's all free. And uh, because it's, I think it, that's, it, it's just one of my, you know, um, the way and how to, you know, give back um, all the blessings that I have mm-hmm. is to give them uh, a free mentoring session. Gotcha. So for those who are listening at Rockley, all right. So, uh, and uh, especially, uh, once again, for those who are listening, if you're, uh, if you want to know more about Rock, so you can go scroll down uh, on our show notes below. I will surely put all the links that we've mentioned here, especially the widgets of Rackleo are really, yeah. uh, really great uh, guests right now. So uh, if, you're also, if, if you are listening to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, it's, it's, uh, the podcast is also available on, on Spotify and SoundCloud. So you can just scroll down and you will surely find all the links that we've mentioned. And uh, you can also go to the designlifeshow.com. That's the designlifeshow.com to get all the episode, uh, great episode like this one for free. So once again, man, thank you so much for yeah, dropping yeah. by on the podcast. I really, really appreciate and super grateful to have you on the show. I am at the honor is always mine. Thank you, Jay Crest. God bless you. God bless everyone who's listening here. God bless you all. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Until (laughs) next time, bro. Until next time. Sure. Thank you, Rock. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening, especially for all the supporters who contribute monetarily. And I just want to let you know that it really means the world to me. With that being said, there are a ton of people asking me on how to support this podcast. So here's how. Number one is you can leave a review on Apple Podcasts so in that way you can help me to reach more people and make the podcast more discoverable within the ecosystem. Second one is you can take a screenshot of this podcast and share to your friends, colleagues, or to anyone that might be interested in this kind of content. Third one is you can support the podcast monetarily by visiting jchristteves.com forward slash donate. That's jchristteves.com forward slash donate or patreon.com forward slash tdls. And the last one is by listening to all the podcast episodes. However, if you support my message, that's more than enough and it means the world to me. So thank you so much.